Welcome to the My Fitness Podcast. My name is Myomi, otherwise known as Mai. I am your coach, one-to-one personal trainer and bikini fitness athlete. And my goal is to help support and educate you into getting the results that you deserve. Hello and welcome to the My Fitness Podcast. This is the first episode of 2021. It's been a while since I've done um, a podcast, but I'm back. I'm back, Jack. Um, And I hope everybody is good. So as I'm recording this podcast, we are in a national lockdown. So we're all in uh, tier four at the moment, which means gyms are closed, which means we're working from home. For those of you who've got children, we're teaching from home, um, pretty much doing everything from home. So I would firstly like to just say I hope everybody is okay and hope everybody is well. And if you do need to reach out to me for any reason whatsoever, then please do, okay? So in today's episode, we are going to cover some of my clients' questions. So um, we are on the second week of Dedicate to Eight, which is my online group coaching program. Um, The ladies started last week and last week's results were great Um, and also have my one-to-one online coaching clients as well. So what happens is when they check in on a weekly basis, they have the option of asking a question, um, which I cover with them and then I also cover here on a podcast format so that you guys can also benefit from the information that I provide to my clients. So yeah, we are going to fire away. Our first question is, why do we need so much protein? Now, I'm just going to say there's no surprises that that question has come up. And to be honest, protein is probably the most talked about macronutrient within the industry. So, um, you know, there's no surprises that protein has come up again within the podcast, which is absolutely fine. I am more than happy to explain um, beforehand why we need proteins because I think it's really really important that you guys understand and maybe it may help you kind of push a little harder in terms of trying to reach your targets because I know there's a couple of you that are struggling to get your to hit your protein target which is normal especially when you're first starting out but over time um, it becomes a little bit more achievable and especially when you understand and know why you need um that amount of protein or the amount of protein that you have okay so proteins are essential um if we don't consume protein within our diet then our body will fail to thrive and it will consume itself and that is why it is considered essential your body can't produce its own complete proteins so proteins are made up of amino acids and there are 20 amino acids Out of those 20, nine of the amino acids that we need for our body to function are essential. Our body cannot produce it, which means we need to get it from our diet. We need to consume it via food, whether it be plant-based or animal-based, all right? So the non-essential amino acids our body is able to produce, absolutely fine, no worries there. The other nine that are essential we must consume via our diet. So when we think about proteins, protein forms the structure of 
every single body cell. It has a structural role. So it makes up the proteins in our cells, in our muscles, our skin, our hair, our bones, our nails, just about every body tissue you can think of. So it's got multiple metabolic and structural roles within the body. And this is why it's really, really important that we hit our target on a daily basis, okay? So if you're lacking in protein, that will lead to the breakdown of lean body tissue, such as your muscles and your organs. So we definitely want to avoid muscle regeneration, especially when we are dieting. When we are dieting, we are in a catabolic um, phase, all right? So, which means we are in a breakdown phase. And the reason why we need the protein as well as exercise is so that we can maintain as much lean muscle mass as possible, okay? So the more muscle mass we have means the stronger that we, we are and the less likely we are of developing certain diseases as we age and, you know, we just have good health. In general so that's really really important um, muscle is a metabolically active tissue which means it needs energy to maintain which is great for dieting okay so it has a, a high thermic effect of food it takes more calories of protein to break down um, to break down in the body than it does carbs or fats so that's another benefit of having protein in the diet also um, another benefit for having protein in the diet is for to it keeps you fuller for longer more so than carbs and fats so if you can get your protein up it will be a lot easier for you to stick to your diet it, adherence will be a lot easier um as well as fiber as well actually because fiber will also keep you fuller for longer but in terms of maintaining muscle mass also you there's another benefit as to why um, we need protein in our in our diet, okay? Um, and also, without sounding too vain, it will help us to look good. So as we diet down, most of us want to look shapely um, and look good as we diet down. Um, and without adequate amount of protein and exercise, because they both go hand in hand, um, we would look like soft and wobbly and straight. We wouldn't look defined. And when I say defined, it doesn't mean like overly, overly muscular or like quote unquote hench. Um, you'd have to be in a surplus for that and you'd have to be, um, you know, you would have to have years of training to, to, to build muscle. It takes a long time to build um, muscle as such, but we wanna maintain the muscle mass that we've got to help us look shapely and not soft and wobbly as we diet down yeah so the target that you guys have been given is a minimum target and you know do not panic if you can't hit that target every single day there's going to be some days you can hit it there's going to be some days you can't especially if you're new um to this style of 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 dieting um or you know just eating in general it it's going to take a couple of weeks for you to be able to get used to it. I'm not looking for perfection. I'm not expecting you to be perfect every single week. But what I do expect is that you kind of learn as we go along and that you try your hardest to hit it for all of the reasons 
that I've said. Um, your target, like I said, is a minimum target. And the targets that I've given you are realistic in terms of being able to hit them. And also, um, they are adequate enough for you to be able to get that muscle protein synthesis response, which is what we want, okay? So don't stress about it too much. You will learn as we go along. And if we're really, really struggling, we'll have to put things into place where we can um, make sure that you are kind of getting adequate amount of protein. Which leads me on to the next question, which was um, how do I increase, my, get more protein in my diet? Um, and this is a question that I get asked a lot. Okay, this is what I want you to do. Ideally, because we want to spread protein out across the day quite evenly, if we can, if possible, um, I would suggest dividing the amount of protein target that I've given you. So divide that target by the number of meals that you're having. Um, and you want to have approximately from about 24, I'll say 20, bare minimum 20, but ideally 25 to 30 grams of protein per serving in each meal, okay? Because your target is a minimum target. So if you're having four meals and your target is 100 grams of protein, then if you have breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack, you're going to divide that 100 grams by those four meals. And in each serving of those meals, you're going to have 25 grams of protein, all right? And what I want you to do is um, make sure that you're including protein in your snacks, in your breakfast, in your lunch, in every single meal that you have, you want to have a serving of pro protein in there. Um, I have looked at some of your uh, my fitness pals, um, and who and if you're struggling to get protein and you're not having protein with your breakfast, then there you go. You're going to add it in there. Um, just on the subject of my fitness pal, I am working with um, the app guys, and we are trying our very very hardest to get that um, problem sorted out. So at the moment, we are the integration between my fitness pal and the app because there's a little bit of a breakdown somewhere, um, and the support team are looking into that. So that should be sorted out by um, next week for you guys. Um, but yes, okay. So that is one way of getting more protein in. All right, making sure that you're having protein with every single meal. You also want to think about the current meal that you're having. Um, if your current meal has only got, I don't know, say 20 grams of protein in it, increase your protein, your portion. So say it's chicken, for example, and you've got 20 grams of protein within that chicken, maybe increase the amount of chicken you have. And so it's 30 grams, for example, okay? Um Whey protein is a great way of getting additional protein in the diet. It has, most whey proteins have approximately 20 grams um, of protein per serving. Um, they're great, they're quick and easy. You can grab and go, not that we're going anywhere at the moment, but you know, you don't have to think about it. You can mix it in with your oats, you can have it um, as a shake, you know, there's so much you can do with it. You can make like little protein cakes and stuff like that. So protein, whey protein is another way of getting more protein in your diet. Um, and it's just going to be a matter of planning and managing it. Okay. So ideally everyone should be planning ahead and everyone should be no, 
or, or should have a rough idea of what they are going to eat tomorrow. It doesn't mean you have to ha plan for the whole week, but just kind of roughly know, because if you're tracking as you go, that could be a little bit dangerous because you could be way under or way over um, at the end of the day in balance. Whereas if you're planning ahead, you can figure out where you need to increase or decrease or what you can move around, what you can have a bit more of, what you can have less of. Um, so planning ahead, again, is going to really, really help you um, moving forward. Um, yeah, but I will be taking a closer look if you do need help at your um, your food diaries, your My Fitness Pal. So once that's all integrated on the system, I'll be able to help you manage that a little bit better. But it will be trial and error. I would also say base your meals around your protein. Okay, so if you know that you're having, you need to add protein to your breakfast. Put in your eggs. Um, your whey, whatever it is that you're going to have, and then add your carbs and your fats and your fruits and veg, obviously, around your protein. So if you know you're having chicken for lunch, put your chicken in first, then add in your veggies or your fruit, your salad, whatever, and some fats, rice, potatoes, whatever. Base everything around your protein, um, your protein sources. The food guide that's also um, uploaded on, into the Facebook group and also onto the app has a list of different types of protein sources. So you're not just limited to chicken or mints or, you know, fish. Um, the food guide does give you a list of all different types of protein sources, proteins that have fats in it, um, etc. So do use the guides. Um, they're there to help you. Okay. So the next question just says water retention. Um, I'm not entirely sure what that means. So what I'm assuming it means is that uh, talk about water retention when it comes to consuming foods. Um, and if I am wrong, then let me know and let me know exactly what it is that you're wanting to know. And I can cover it for you in the next podcast. But when it comes to water retention, when it comes to foods, there's a couple of reasons why we would hold on to water. So one of the reasons is having processed foods, the content of um, sodium in processed foods is quite high. Um, and when we consume a lot of sodium, we hold on to water, okay? So if we're eating out or if we are having a takeaway or something like that, the likelihood is those foods will be high in sodium. And sodium isn't necessarily something that's bad for you, but what you need to understand is that if on most days you're having like whole foods, um, home cooked meals where you're regulating your own seasonings, etc., and then on a weekend, actually it doesn't have to be on a weekend, but you know, so one day you order in a pizza or a tea chai Fridays or whatever it is, um, and your body's used to having you know the the whole foods. Um, say 80% of the time, for example, um, the likelihood is that you are going to uh, retain water, you're going to hold on to water um, because of the sodium content. And you will probably hold on to that for about 24 to maybe 48 to maybe 72 hours. Um, that is the amount of time that your body can hold on to this water. Now, if you get back on track and you're consistent with with your with your process, 
then that will will drop off within a couple of days okay um so don't allow that to affect your plan so when you jump on the scales and you see that the weight has gone up just know it's probably because of the high sodium content and not because you've put on body fat because some people can really get disheartened when they jump on the scales and you know really can ruin their progress because of their mindset and the way they're thinking about the foods that they've just eaten and then you get the attachment or feeling bad about eating the foods etc so just know that when you're eating those types of food that the sodium content is high and it's likely that you're going to retain water and it is just water and it will go okay you have not ruined your progress the same goes for um, having a meal that's a lot higher in carbohydrates too so that pizza or that TGI Fridays that you've ordered in yeah it's high in carbs all right so for every um, every time you consume carbs one gram is stored as glycogen in the muscle and attached to that we hold on to three grams of water all right, so that's four grams of total that's being stored within us. So what tends to happen is if you decided to go low carb tomorrow or eliminate carbs from your diet tomorrow, which I don't advise, um, and then you step on the scales in a couple of days time or at the end of the week and you've lost, oh my gosh, I've lost so much weight. The likelihood is that the glycogen has come out of the muscles and along with that, so has the three grams of water that's attached to every gram of glycogen that is stored, all right? And the same in reverse. You've had this pizza and your fries and your dessert or whatever it is, and the next day you weigh yourself and you're one to two kg heavier. The chances are you're holding onto the glycogen and the water, plus other things like holding onto, um, you've got more sodium, because it's highly processed foods. You've got more food volume because you've had, you know, a bigger meal than what you're used to having. All these things play a role in, when you step on that scale, why your weight has increased. But just know it's just weight, it's not body fat, okay? So do not allow the scales to play mind tricks with you or sabotage your progress because some people can get really, really disheartened when they step on the scale um, and kind of blame themselves for having, you know, the meal that they had that's higher in carbohydrates or highly processed. Um, you can have these things in moderation. It's absolutely fine. Um, and as long as you're consistent and you get straight back on track, that will drop. And even if it doesn't, just know it's water and it's not body fat. Okay, um, and that's that's where skill the you know I, that's sometimes why I, I dislike the skills when it comes to certain clients because um, they do let it get to their head. But water retention is a thing, guys. You will get it also um, when your monthly cycle is due um, as well. That is a normal bodily function. So I would just say. As long as you understand and you know and you can move on from it, then fine. You know, um, it's not a bad thing. It regulates itself. Um, so, yeah, 
I hope that's answered your question on water retention. But like I said, I wasn't actually sure what the question meant. So if I haven't, then please just let me know um, and I'll I'll do another one in the, um, I'll answer it in the next podcast for you, okay? So before I start wrapping it up, um, I just want to talk about a few things that I've come across um, within one-to-one coaching clients also uh, with the Dedicate to Eight team. And it is based around foods and drinks and labeling foods or having an idea that you can't have certain types of foods and drinks. Okay, so an example is in a Facebook group um, for Dedicate to Eight team. I remember someone saying... um, feeling bad about having a Fanta, all right? So I just want to make it very, very, very clear. As long as you are hitting your non-negotiables, so your things like making sure you're hitting your daily protein intake, making sure that you're getting in enough fruit and veg and a variety of fruit and veg as well for good gut health, Um, making sure that you're getting some essential um, fats in your diet, okay, and staying within your calorie target as an average across the week, then outside of that, how you decide to split your carbs and your fats and whatever else you want to have is entirely up to you, okay? There are no foods that are off limit. There are no foods that are good or bad. There's no cheat meals. There's no cheat days. There's no cheat whatever, okay? You can have these things if your intake allows you. So for example, if you are getting to the stage where your calories are getting reduced and you need to think about substituting um, certain things out, say for example, instead of having uh, a normal Fanta, you could have a diet Fanta, for example, to save on calories, then I suggest that's what you do. But if you have room to have the Fanta, the chocolate, the whatever it is, then I suggest that you put them in and don't feel guilty or bad about it, okay? You are allowed to have these things. (laughs) They're not off limits. The only time it will become a little bit tricky is when we really, really reduce the calories down. um, And, you know, you're going to have to look at ways of remanaging your intake. But at the moment, nobody's actually at that stage yet everybody's got a good amount of calories um, to consume. And I will always keep you on as much calories as possible um, before reducing them down um, because calories, I mean, who doesn't want more calories? (laughs) But yeah, like the purpose of dieting isn't just to just be low in calories because it doesn't necessarily work for everybody. All right. So please, guys, make sure you are including the foods that you enjoy, okay? Your diet should be based around the things that you like to eat, not because you feel like it's going to help you to lose body fat. What is going to help you lose to lose body fat is sticking to your calorie deficit, okay? Making sure you're getting enough protein in your diet, being consistent and being adherent. Those are the things that are going to help you lose the body fat, okay? So just wanted to make that clear. There are no foods that are off limits. 
there's no good or bad foods. You have non-negotiables, stick to those. And then anything outside of that, I'm happy for you to just manage and do yourself, okay? Um, these, this is how people get results. If you're avoiding or trying not to have, you know, the thing that you really want, the likelihood is that you're going to give in and you're going to, when you're restricted from something, you're going to overindulge in it. And then it causes bad eating habits and, you know, certain things like that. So, you know, there are ways around things. If you haven't got enough calories to have, for example, or you haven't managed your calories well enough to have, uh, let me think as an example, we'll, we'll use the Fanta for example, um, a Fanta, then go for a diet Fanta. It's going to have way less calories. Um, if, you know, you're dieting down and you want more food volume, instead of having rice, have potatoes, you're going to get more out of your calories as in volume, more volume from potatoes than you are if you have, say, 100 grams of rice versus 100 grams of potato. Um, so just be wise and just be smart about it. But it's very, very important that you do include the foods that you like. And there will be things that sometimes you just can't budget for you know you might have had I don't know a chocolate bar three days in a trot but tomorrow you know you've looked at it and you know you'll go way over your calories if you have another one then you have to be sensible and just and just think to yourself well I've had three already um my diet doesn't allow me or my values to get me to my goals doesn't allow me to have another one or if you really, really want it, then have it go over, you know, the, you know what the consequences of that is. But I just want you to get in the right mindset that there was another one. I think it was sweets. Someone said, oh, I'm really missing sweets. And I'm just like, well, why have you not, why have you not put them in? Why have you not factored them in? Um, again, sweets, they can be as high or as low in calories as you want them to be. A little packet of Harry Bones, for example, is not going to gonna kill your calories um if it's a if it's a case where if you do have those things then it's going to trigger you to um overindulge on more then yes we may have to have a look at that but if you can manage it then go for it absolutely go for it you have come to the end of another my fitness podcast i hope you guys enjoyed this one if you would like to connect with me you can do so on instagram at my.remy and i would really appreciate if you would leave a review subscribe and share take care